Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 45 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your sandwich-loving host, Leroy Luna, coming at you straight out of the closet with three short crime-related stories involving baloney. Don't go reaching for those Q-tips. You heard me right. Three stories about that low-quality lunch meat. It was funny. I found the first story and was all like, This is intriguing, but I need more info. So I'm Googling away, and I come across another baloney story. So I'm checking that one out. And lo and behold, a third story about baloney falls right into my lap. And you know what they say. When life gives you baloney, make baloney sandwiches. Or something to that effect. So that's what I'm going to do. Okay, before we get into it, my bro Jack Luna once told me, as far as podcast listeners go, You got the top 5% that'll be super supportive. They'll tell you how great you are, inflate your ego. In their eyes, you can do no wrong. They're great. Love them. Then there's the bottom 5% that'll tell you you suck, don't quit your day job, give you all the reasons why you'll never make it in this biz. Dream crushers. 5% may be a little high. We'll say 2% are those type of people. Maybe even less. I've been pretty fortunate, but they're definitely out there. One of you might be checking out this pod for the first time right now and thinking, quit rambling and get to the story already. This sucks. And before you leave disappointedly to give me a one-star review, I just want to let you know that, hey, you suck too. Hypothetical person that I made up in my head. I hate you. Anyways, so there's all those people. Then sandwiched in the middle, there's the silent majority. That's like over 90%. And they just listen and go about their day and you'll never interact with them. Never know what they're thinking. I know this to be true because I'm one of those listeners as well. Well, I used to be. Now that I'm a podcaster, I do interact with quite a few of them, leave positive reviews and stuff when I can. Anywho, I want to give a shout out to a special listener out there named Kendra Barrowman. I've never had the pleasure of speaking to her before, but I know you're out there, girlfriend. Kendra takes care of her four beautiful children at home, which is crazy. Ah, four kids. I love my two boys. They're amazing. But, man, they're a handful even at the best of times. So I know you're busy, Kendra, but I'm just glad that I get to hang out in your ears every once in a while. It's quite cozy in there. And, you know, keep you company on your crazy days. Uh, In case you were wondering, it was your mother who messaged me and told me that you enjoy the show. Moms, am I right? I might as well give her a shout-out, too, because she seems pretty cool. So shout-out to Susan Gilf-Toller. Oh, shoot, I think I need glasses. It's actually Susan Hilf-Toller. My mistake. It's not Gilf. 
Although she's, uh, well, not a bad looking woman. <laughs> All right, what do you say we get into a couple jokes here and move it along? Both of these jokes are meat related and sent in by listeners on my Facebook page. The first one comes in from Mary, and she says, Two cowboys are lost in the desert. One cowboy sees a tree that's draped in bacon. A bacon tree! We're saved! He shouts. So he runs up to the tree excitedly, and then he's shot up with bullets. Poor guy. You see, the thing is, it wasn't a bacon tree after all. It was actually a ham bush. Hmm, pretty clever. And this next one is from Tim, and he says, What's green and smells like bacon? Kermit's fingers. Kermit's fingers. That's Kermit the Frog he's talking about. I don't get it. Why would Kermit's fingers smell like bacon? Ah, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you're bad. Alright. Let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry, my friends. I won't let you go hungry. In fact, I'm going to fill you up with some low-quality meat. It's actually a good pickup line. I'm going to try that one sometime. Episode number 45, full of bologna. The bologna sandwich. Never been a fan. There was a while there in the third grade, I believe, where my mom would pack one in my lunch every day for school. Most days I wouldn't even touch it. That is until the walk home where I'd toss it in a dumpster so I wouldn't get in trouble. Yep, can't stand the shit. My wife, on the other hand, still craves it at times. She still raves about waxed bologna to this day. So gross. Even her style of consuming it makes me feel ill. She sticks the bologna between two slices of white bread and squishes it all together. Like presses down hard on it and flattens it out for some reason. No mustard, nothing else on there. Just eats it like that. Easy girl to please. I suppose that's why she's with me in the first place. So, can't really complain. Bologna is one of those foods that kids generally enjoy, but as they get older, they get a more sophisticated palate and move on to finer meats. But not all of them. I guess some of them didn't get the memo. Because some folks still eat that stuff well into adulthood. Okay. Our first story takes us to Albuquerque. With a population of about 560,000 people, Albuquerque is the largest city in New Mexico. Let's check in with our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com to find out more. Uh, this is a first. Albuquerque gets a 1 on the crime index, meaning it's only safer than 1% of cities in the United States. I'd say that's cause for celebration. I've been receiving complaints that I don't use the air horn enough anymore. I said it's reserved for celebrations only. 
That was a bit of a stretch, but there you go. Chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime over there in the Kirk are 1 in 73, while chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are just 1 in 17. Damn. Property crime is, I think, the category this story will fall into. Well, sort of. It's weird. But we'll get into that momentarily. Some notable folks born in Albuquerque include Neil Patrick Harris. That's right. Good old Doogie Hauser himself. And also amateur astronaut Jeffrey Bezos. A couple rich dudes right there. But despite all their money and success, neither of them are as generous as the gentlemen we'll be discussing today. So let's travel back in time. Well, not too far back in time. The date is January 1st, 2019. Happy New Year! It always feels like the possibilities are endless when we enter a new calendar year, doesn't it? A fresh start. A clean slate. Sure, that fresh start usually begins with a pounding headache slash hangover. But don't let that get you down. New year, new me. That's what I always never say. Let's meet a woman named Sharisha Morrison. Now, Sharisha woke up on New Year's Day to a strange surprise at her front doorstep. You see, when she went to leave the house, she noticed a Walmart grocery bag hanging from her door handle. Okay, she thinks as she opens it up to have a look-see. And you'll never believe what was in there. Well, maybe you will given the direction of this episode so far. There were a few pieces of white bread along with a couple slices of bologna. They weren't even assembled in sandwich formation. Just kind of tossed into the bag. At first, Sharisha thought this was from a friendly neighbor, perhaps. You know, one of those random acts of kindness people do around the holidays. Ugh, call me a Scrooge all you want, but I hate that. Let me get sidetracked for a second here. So in Canada, not sure if this happens anywhere else, but at the Tim Hortons drive-thru, people do this pay-it-forward kind of thing, especially around the holidays. And it's where someone will pay for their order and for the person's order behind them as a kind gesture. The idea is for the next person to do the same thing or, you know, do some type of good deed later that day. Sounds wholesome. Great on the surface, people trying in a small way to make this world a better place. I guess the hope is it'll have a domino effect of kindness and spread throughout the world. Well, it happened to me once, and I didn't carry on the kindness. Stopped right there with this guy. For some reason, it just made me angry. So I'm waiting in the drive-thru to get a bagel and a coffee. It was like $2.80 or something like that. I was good for it. It wasn't breaking my bank. So the lady at the cash register says, Oh, the people in front of you paid for your meal. Wasn't that nice of them? She's got a big smile plastered on her face. I look over and the mystery do-gooder gives a friendly wave before taking off. I go, uh, yeah, I guess. She gives me my stuff and stares at me enthusiastically. I'm thinking, what am I supposed to do here? pay for the people behind me now? I'm not playing this game. Like, what if it's someone getting a big order for everyone in their office, or it's a big guy purchasing a hearty lunch? This kindness thing is just going to set me back a bunch of cash. So I got my stuff and just went, okay, bye. Random acts of kindness. Oh, you should try it sometime. They're great. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a good person. I just don't like getting forced into it. Okay, back to Sharisha. She gets the strange offering, throws it out, and thinks nothing of it. Next day, more bread and bologna. This becomes a thing. She's thinking, what the heck is going on here? She kind of smells something off about it the one day. So she sticks her head in the bag and gets a big whiff. And oh my lord, it smells like piss in there. As if some stranger giving her bologna and bread isn't bad enough, 
Turns out they're also urinating all over it. Sharisha is now very intrigued. She sets up a security camera by her front door to catch this person in the act. And it works. I saw the footage and it's actually kind of creepy. An Italian looking man, very European. I don't know, probably somewhere in his 50s. Wearing a black winter jacket and sporting some slick back hair. He walks up to the door, stone cold, no expression of laughter or silliness on his face. He's all business. He marches up to the door, sticks the bag on the handle, and just like that, he gone. Into the darkness of the night. Sharisha was interviewed by KOB4 News, and we got a few quotes from her, starting with this one. It's annoying. He'll always walk up from this direction, and he'll just walk up and drop it on the little doorknob and walk away. Every single time, that's all he does. End quote. Yeah, this guy's definitely got some screws loose. Sharisha assumed this was a prank from some neighborhood kids or something, wanted to catch him, tell their parents, and maybe they'd get a whooping, and that'd be that. But this, seeing this guy, is not what she was expecting. She calls the police and lets them know about her predicament. They tell her, unless they catch the guy while he's doing it, their hands are tied. They say the best they can do is send a couple patrol cars out her way to try and nail the guy. Hello? She has footage of this guy doing it. Is that how this works? So like if I robbed a bank and was caught on camera, the police can't arrest me? They gotta actually catch me in the act? Okay, cool. Good to know. <laughs> Just kidding, but I don't know. Maybe they mean that they can't do anything if they don't see him piss in the bag, too. I guess I could get a urine sample from the man and see if it matches up. I get it from the cop's point of view. Remember, Albuquerque is riddled with crime, and this lady's calling them up saying some old man is leaving bread and bologna potentially soaked in urine at her front doorstep at night. This guy's not going to crack any most wanted list, that's for sure. Is leaving food in a bag on a doorstep even illegal? They could probably nail him for mischief or give him a littering fine. Harassment, maybe? It's one of those crazy things. It's in the sweet spot of low-level crime where it's enough to piss off the neighbors, but not enough for the police to put any sort of effort into an investigation. Sharisha tapes up a couple of signs by her front door trying to scare this creep off. One saying, Your photo has been captured and reported to the police for harassment. Any more packages left will result in legal action. Do not approach this home anymore. And the other said, This home is being recorded 24-7, and any unauthorized packages being left have been reported to the police along with your photo. Smiley face. Stop leaving your Walmart bags here. Yeah, so that didn't work. Didn't seem to stop the guy at all. Let's get another Sharisha quote. I just want him to stop. I really do. Also, like, I don't want anything more to be in there. Like, is it going to be feces next time instead of urine? End quote. Oh, I wish. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. You got to feel for Sharisha, though. This has got to be creepy, gross, and downright annoying. And this is the type of behavior that you never know. It could easily escalate. She's not the only one getting these gifts, either. Another family close by were receiving a bag of goodies, too bother them so much, our girl Sharisha said they're actually moving out because they're tired of dealing with it. These appear to be rental units, so a move wouldn't be a huge deal. Maybe they were considering moving anyways, but these random acts of nastiness could not have helped. This story was making its rounds on January 31st, so a whole month this went on for with no end in sight. This guy just seemed to have an endless supply of bologna and bread, and piss. Maybe just lots of leftovers from his Christmas feast, and he was just trying to get rid of it, perhaps. The piss part doesn't make a whole lot of sense, though. 
Maybe it wasn't actually urine and Sharisha's mistaken. Bologna does give off a disgusting aroma, especially if it's gone bad. Let's get one last quote from a concerned Sharisha before we analyze this any further. Quote, I just want it to stop because I have my baby, you know? I don't want some random guy just creeping around my apartment. End quote. Poor girl. She has a kid too. So I feel her pain there. That's crazy. The baloney bandit was never caught to my knowledge. Bandit is a bad name. That's implying he was stealing baloney when he was actually gifting it. He may have stolen it, then gifted it like a roast beef Robin Hood, taken from the rich and given to the poor. But that was never proven. The salami Santa Claus. Yes, nailed it. Wasn't salami, but close enough. Wasn't roast beef either. Ah, maybe I'll call him the deli meat delivery man. DM, DM. Yeah, that sucks too. Slide into my DMs if you got a better name for this guy. Would love to hear it. I bring up the mad pooper a lot. Almost every episode. (laughs) But there are similarities here, for sure. They both chose to target the same family's home. Uh, One pees, the other poos. Both of their victims posted signs telling them to stop, but they didn't. There was video footage of the perpetrator and the perpetrator in the act, yet neither was caught. I act like this is a huge mystery, and it's almost unbelievable each of them didn't get caught. Which it is, but these are small crimes. It's not like they committed a murder. Likely, hopefully, the mad pooper and the pastrami pisser. Ooh, I like that. Uh, Hopefully they did eventually get caught, and it was all dealt with in a hush-hush manner. Kept out of the papers. Both of these petty criminals, it kind of seems like they just need help. Like this dude could add dementia or something like that. Neither of them seemed really mean-spirited. Just kind of out there, off their meds or something. This guy wasn't sitting in the bushes watching his victims eat that pissy baloney and laughing. He just dropped it off and took off. Maybe he thought he was doing a good deed. Not sure. He was very sneaky about it, though. So he knew he was doing something strange. Certainly a weird one. It's got me scratching my head. And yeah, I guess we'll end that one there. I have a couple other bologna sandwich stories. Uh, These ones are much shorter, less details. Not as much meat on the bun on these ones, so to speak. Alright, so let's head on over to Florida. Palm Bay, Florida to be exact. Shocking. The date is October 16th, 2012. We join a 51-year-old woman named Christine Lee Brown in her home, and she is on the phone with a 911 operator. Oh dear. Yeah, this is her third time calling today. Does she have an emergency? Well, not really. Depends on what your definition of emergency is. See, our girl Christine really wanted to thank Sheriff Jack Parker because when she had been previously housed at the Brevard County Jail Complex, he really hooked her up. While slurring her words, Christine tells the operator, quote, The last time I was arrested, the sheriff gave me his bologna sandwich. I remember what he gave me to eat. You tell him, end quote. The operator repeatedly tried to tell her 911 is for emergencies only. Christine didn't seem to care, though. She also raved about the beans and rice they had there, and she started asking questions like what kind of stove they use at the prison, because she knew of a good one that could save them a lot of money. Poor Christine just sounds lonely, and hungry, and high as hell. She went on to tie up the emergency lines three more times after that call. Yep, it was on her sixth call that enough was enough. Police showed up at her door, and she was arrested. They would charge her with misuse of 911 communications. She was held at Brevard County Jail on $3,000 bond. So there you go. Who doesn't like a happy ending, right? Christine gets some company, some delicious food. 
I'm sure they hooked her up with more bologna sandwiches in there. Mm-mm-mm. They definitely make those sandwiches with love. Probably slapped together like 2,000 of them at a time. Hey, I like Christine. Hopefully they weren't too hard on her. Maybe let her talk to the sheriff in person and thank him. What she needed to do was call the non-emergency line for the local police department. Then she might have been all right. I'm sure Sheriff Parker would have been more than happy to speak to her then. Yeah, probably not. But it might have kept her out of the slammer. And there you have it. That was a short one. I told you these next two wouldn't be long. Before we get into the last story, I have a confession for you. You guys might not know this about me, but I used to be obsessed with lunch meat. Yeah, things got pretty bad there for a while. Want to know... <laughs> Want to know how I beat my addiction, though? Yeah, it was easy. I quit cold turkey. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why I think that's so funny. Okay, Union County, North Carolina. Justin Lamar Richardson is taken into custody for a bunch of probation violations. And this guy's a real turd. He has a long rap sheet. He's been arrested over 30 times for breaking and entering, drug charges, assaulting a female, etc. He's a bad dude. So on September 23rd, 2017, they book him, and Justin, just like Christine, is high as hell. You know how it is. He got himself a bad case of the munchies. So according to the sheriff's office, our boy Justin asked them for something to eat. So they hook him up with a, you guessed it, a bologna sandwich. Those are quite popular in the prison system, apparently. Pretty basic so far. Now here comes the weird part. When they took Justin's mugshot, he's got a smile on his face, and he's still holding up the half-eaten bologna sandwich in his hand. This is extremely unprofessional. It's a pretty hilarious mugshot, and was taken off their website or wherever it was very quickly, and replaced with a more serious one. But the damage had already been done. The sheriff's office said no to an interview with Fox 46 News, which makes sense, I get that. They were in damage control mode and didn't want to talk about it. They did say, though, that they have disciplined the jail employees responsible for taking the mugshot accordingly. That is ridiculous, and I have no doubt in my mind that whoever took that mugshot is a joker. And whatever excuse they come up with, you better believe that they are full of baloney. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 45, Full of Baloney. 
Just fantastic stuff. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. Alright, you know what time it is, baby. Listener confession time. So, let's get criminal, criminal. I want to get criminal. Okay, me again, to voice this confession from a listener named Dana. So here goes. In 2004, I was 13, lived in a very small town in Louisiana, and was always in trouble because of someone else. I swear, that's true. So across the street from my parents' house is a hospital that has the biggest vending machines that the kids in our town would go in and use. At around 2 a.m., A friend and I were walking in front of said hospital, and she said she had to pee. She comes out two minutes later dragging their very popular and very heavy and also three-foot-tall Virgin Mary statue, and it was either ditch her and run or put it on my skateboard and take it home. So because I'm a good goddamn friend, onto the skateboard it went, and we rolled it back to the house. Since the deed was done... I thought it'd be funny to paint an upside-down cross and bloody tears on its face. So we did. After that, we shoved it in the back of my closet and completely forgot about it. Three months later, me and my best friend at the time were bored and decided to just wander the halls of the same hospital. We found a physical therapy room, and as I was grabbing a lollipop, I turned around to see my friend fucking with a fire extinguisher. And she didn't know that once you start it, it doesn't stop. So she sets it off on all the equipment and computers. As we were power walking down the hall to get the hell out of there, the fire alarm went off and we ran. Now because I lived right across the street, we were identified three hours later. The entire hospital and connected nursing home was evacuated. We saw people on gurneys being wheeled out. (laughs) Oh God. To the parking lot. Oh, that's terrible. In the police station, my mom told the chief about the stolen statue in my closet, so it was given back with its face still painted. The entire fiasco made the front page of our town's newspaper. The cops were so proud to have solved what they considered a giant mystery. Three years of probation and $12,000 in restitution later, and it was finally done with. The friend who stole the statue, Germaine Benoit, put that shit on blast if you like, was never punished. I no longer speak to either of them. I'm now 30 and still can't believe we didn't end up in a juvenile center. It was long-winded, but I hope it was as good for you as it was for me. Dana. Yeah, it certainly was. I have a cigarette in my mouth after that story, and I don't even smoke. Wow. (laughs) Wow, you really got screwed. $12,000 in restitution? That's wild. Probably scared you straight, though, or it could have went the other way. I would have hated the police after that whole fiasco. And how could your mom throw you under the bus like that? I hope she helped you pay back the money. It's cold. Uh, Thank you for that, Dana. If you want to be like my pal Dana here and have your criminal confession played on the air, just email your story to excusemethatsillegal at gmail.com. All right, everybody. Can I please get your attention as I induct the next 10 members into the elite group known as the Neighborhood Watch? Tabitha V, Molly B. Denham, Trevor B, Emily W, Jolene M, Christopher J. L, Valerie C, Regina W, D-Man, and Patricia D. 
You are now members of the Neighborhood Watch. Let's sound the air horns to make it official. Thank you so much, my friends, for the support. It really means a lot. You guys are helping me stay on these airwaves, hopefully for many, many years to come. If you guys would like to sign up for Patreon, like these beautiful people, uh, just go to patreon.com slash excuse me, that's illegal. And for the price of a Big Mac a month, you'll get some kick-ass bonus content. And you know, you'd really be helping a brother out. All right, that's it. That's all I have for you guys for now. Uh, come back here in another 10 days, and we'll meet up for some more softcore scumbaggery. Peace! mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.